Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, my boy. This is uh, this is Mikey Booyah. I am. I, I'm the Waffles of William. He is. And this is the Natural Habitat Podcast. Tis. Tis the Natural Habitat Podcast. A tea tattoo. Ta 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 tea ta te. Ta 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 tea tattoo for you and me today. A ta ta tea ta tattoo. La tabatata podcast. And the bata dapa lata with a little hot cast. The Natural Habitat. Welcome. A tapa tea. Ta tapa tu ta tapa te. So the last Rina few, Rana. the last few episodes of the show have been Hollywood nights. Hollywood nights. Not to be confused, a lot of people in the comments were like, "Oh, Hollywood nights, Hollywood nights." You know, sunglasses emoji, uh, Hollywood sign, GIF, like all that. Yeah. No, it's Hollywood nights. Yeah. Is what we've been saying this whole time. Hollywood, and people don't. Hollywood nights. Did you hear that? What the fuck? Uh, do you see? What is that? That's weird. Do you see that? Uh, did you put that there? What is that? I didn't put that there. It's is this like a hologram timer? <laughs> it's counting down. Well, yeah. What to what? What are you doing? I'm not doing it. I didn't do it. I didn't go flourish. <laughs> Why is there a timer here? I don't know. What? It's like two weeks. That's weird. 13 days, 59. That's, yeah. I Wait. It's not me. 13 days, 23 hours. I'm out of here in less than a week, dude. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. Uh, That's weird. That's never happened before. No. Usually when you put something in and post. Did you do it? I mean, usually when you put something in and post, you can't see it. I've, I mean, I've been putting stuff in and post for yeah. uh, for years. It's not there. That's weird. That's really weird. Is this it, something you put in post? I don't remember doing that, mm. but I haven't gotten to that part of my life yet. Yeah. I don't know. This isn't no, like, time travel quantum I mean, bullshit. I had like, to have. I had to have put it in and post. I had to have. That's gotta be that's gotta be the weirdest thing I've ever seen happen. You know it'd be funny if we didn't put it in, in post and I just were just like, what is that? And it's nothing. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh that'd be pretty good. Hold on. I'm gonna call Jerry real quick. Alright. Figure out what the fuck this is. Yeah, we could we could edit this out, but I gotta figure out what. <laughs> it's like that guy who ate noodles with his mask on. Yeah, <laughs> he's all. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Jerry, Jerry Bear. What? Uh, okay, we're here. Bill and I are here. We're doing this podcast, and there's a timer, like a hologram timer, on Noodle the table. Um, thirteen days, twenty three hours, and like fifty fifty seven minutes now. It's counting down. What do you? What is that for? You. You didn't put it there? You didn't put he it there? He said he didn't put it there. Okay. Tell him I want some fucking pho noodles from down the road. Go get them. Uh, Bill wants pho. Brisket. Brisket pho. Yeah. Brisket? Yeah. Extra brisket meatball. Pho. The chicken was all gray last time. I yeah, no, dude. It. Extra meatball with the brisket. Come on. Extra meatball with dude, the brisket? Dude, extra fucking meatball. You want to fully cook the noodles? Uh, Fully cook the noodles, put the brisket on the side. Okay. Did you hear that? 
And you didn't do anything with this timer. Okay. Okay. Let's. All right. Well, he says that he doesn't know what it's about, but obviously he did it. Like someone had to do it. Yeah. So he probably knows what it is. He's and just I guess, giving us a gaff. I guess we have to wait two weeks to figure it out. All right. Uh, well, weird. So I guess we'll try to just move past this yeah. mysterious I mean, timer that showed up. It's a little distracting, but okay. A little bit. But, you know, there's been a lot of crazy shit happening lately. Like, uh, this was just, I mean, yesterday, right? Yeah. A bunch of lights over the Pacno, the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah. Do people call it that? No. What do they call it? Uh, the, the, the Northwest, the PNW. Pacific Northwest. PNW? Yeah. That makes sense. The Greater Northwest. I like Pacno. A lot of people like to call it the Greater Northwest. But not Pacno. No. Well. Not Og. Now it's Pacno. Not Og. You just raw dog. Not Og. You wrong dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so up in Pacno, there was a bright light in the sky. Mm-hmm. All this footage of it. People captured it. We actually have some of this footage right here, which we are going to play for you. That's actually a really good representation of what it looks like. Raw dog. <laughs> Raw dog. So, let me get this fucking fuzz noise out of here. So, yeah, this just was just... people yelling at their dog, honestly. Yeah. Shut up, Becky. We're trying to watch the meteors. Yeah, it's animal abuse, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> so, this thing, which people are calling meteors... Meteors? Was... You know, a light that came into the atmosphere broke up into all these different pieces. Look at that. That ain't no meteor, though. It's moving so slow. Yeah. And it turned out what it is and what it always is. Aliens. Aliens. It's (laughs) a bunch of singular alien capsules that are plummeting towards the Earth. They're going to make contact, I believe, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. So we're looking at either Seattle or Portland. Those are the most, like... Mm-hmm. Alien friendly centric places I could think of. And here's the mothership right here, the biggest one, yes, which the, is being surrounded by all the little guys. All the little guys. And they're, they're coming in tough. Yeah. And rough. Some might call them the Rough Riders. They, I mean, you shouldn't. That's copywritten. Mm. I call them the Tough Riders. Yeah, the Tough Riders. Tough, tough Riders. riders is good. The Tough Riders are coming down. That's free. It's like Death Racers. It's like a, it's like a legal loophole. Okay, Death Racers? Tough Riders. Race deathers. Yeah, you know how there was a movie Death Race. Yeah, ra- race. And then death. they made a bootleg called Death Racers, and then we made a bootleg called Race Death. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, race Death seems risky. Nah, it seems like a like a holocaust. No, we take two corpses and we put them on an icy hill and we see which one makes it to the bottom first. <laughs> what if we take? Two- They're like warm, warm corpses though, not ice cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. It causes issues with the ice as it's going down. Okay, that makes sense. It's what makes the, like, it's intriguing. Mm -hmm. And then, like, during the summer months, we could dip them in honey and throw them up against windows and let them slide down. No, in summer, it's actually the vice versa. We freeze the corpse. Oh, okay. And then throw it down like a dirt mountain. Okay, yeah. Not sand, but like a nice dirt mountain with Uh, a lot of trees. You know, you get a lot of, like, plinko effect. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Race death. So as long as everything opens up right, then June 15th, we're going to be doing our first uh, or a 660th. 660th. June 6th. Yes. Uh, 
I forget what day it is, but really doesn't matter. It's probably going to get canceled because yeah. of the virus anyway. But I mean, we're planning that. We're going to be racing corpses and shit. That's mm-hmm. going to be lit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude. Ever since, um, ever since Aliens happened, the movie. Yeah. And then when uh, Commander Fravor or whatever was like, yeah, I worked for the Air Force and I saw Aliens and here's a video of it. Yeah. And it had no heat signature and it's going from 40,000 feet to 10 feet in, oh, yeah. in mm-hmm. a second. Oh, yeah. In the amount of time that it takes a radar to swoop around. Pause. If you don't know what we're speaking about, we did a podcast about it, I think, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. It's called the Tic Tac Video. Yeah. Get knowledge and then re-enter this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unpause. And ever since that happened, that changed everything. It really me. did. It really did. Yeah. And when there's like actual video that's not recorded by someone and, you know, potentially doctored or a narrative changed or anything like that. Yeah, this wasn't Jerry in his backyard with his fucking phone camera. This was high end military equipment. Some of the highest end like cameras and and shit that we can use. Yeah. As I'm sure people. And this was probably what? When did they happen? I think the first one was like 2005. Okay. So at the time, the camera that was being used was probably one of the most peak cameras for the time. Mm-hmm. So that's how you need to look at it. You know, like the military had camcorders, what, 20, 30 years before we did? Yeah. As civilians. So. Yep. So ever since then, shit like this hits different. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh. They're saying that it was a breaking up Falcon 9 rocket from SpaceX. Yeah, that's what they say. Which it kind of does look like it because I remember seeing uh, one of them launch one time and it was just like a rocket that went up and then it did the thing where it like turned green and the smoke bubble got all weird and it left like the residue and shit. And but when that happened, it split off into dozens of little tiny streaks and I was like, what the fuck is that? I swear I thought it was a missile. Because you know how when things launch, they kind of also look like they're coming in yeah. over the ocean. Like, it's easy to flip the, like, perspective of it. Yeah. And it looked like it was all these things coming in, breaking up. And I was like, oh, cool. This is a fucking crazy-ass <laughs> nuclear missile that's just going to hit all these major cities. And it's just flying over California first. Oh, shit. <clears throat> and everyone was, like, pulled over and watching it and shit. And that was the 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 Falcon 9 or whatever. And they had a bunch of little tiny satellites on there that they're using to make the worldwide, <clears throat> like, Wi-Fi thing. Yeah. And they were supposed to go up and then break off and then split off to their spot in orbit. So that's what I was seeing. And see, what I see with this is... I believe it was some kind of extraterrestrial aircraft Mm -hmm. that didn't have the proper equipment to enter our atmosphere. Yeah. So it's trying to come in and make contact of some sort and just fucking hit the atmosphere. Oh, man. That started breaking apart. Right. Think about it. Yeah. It's like imagine if uh, our atmosphere is unique. Mm hmm. To planets. Yeah. So if we found another planet and we were scoping it out and we were like, oh, check this place out. Like fucking we're going to go down there and make contact with them. Mm -hmm. And we had to send a ship with people 
in to go land on it. Right. And then we find out the hard way when we're going through the atmosphere that it's 15 times as dense or something. Who, who Who's to say that they don't think that this is something we created? Yeah, like a force field. Right. Like this is the shield that these these beings created for their planet. Like, uh, like, well, kind of forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Right. But I don't know. I mean, I figure atmospheres are everywhere. I mean, they are, but. But like you said, they're all unique to the planets. Yeah. yeah not many other atmospheres have an enclosed <coughs> ecosystem like our planet has. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that reminds me. I got these fucking jars. All right. I've been looking forever. Okay. And I finally got. Was there weed in them? Uh, no, there was beans in them. Okay. There's navy beans in there. Beans. But. Uh, I mean, that's good, I guess. It's these big, fat, like, glass jars. Okay, yeah. That are for, like, you know, sitting on the counter and you put beans in them. And, like, okay, noodles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, counter jars. All right. Yeah, little counter jars. But the seal on them is really good. All right. Like, they got a little screw-on lids. Yeah. And also what I'm going to do is put some, like, epoxy around it okay and screw it on there so that way it hardens and creates a full like seal yeah and i'm gonna make a terrarium in there okay with all kinds of i figured out like the layering supposed to do like rocks and then soil and like something else okay and then you put in like all these moss and like succulents yeah all they both do really good if you get just like moss from a river yeah just go and like scoop some out scoop some moss Put that in there and then get a couple succulents from like, you know, the beach, the beach from uh, from Lowe's, from yeah, your neighbor's right. front yard. Fucking know? Ralph's. Like yeah. They all have them. Pop those in there. Uh, seal it up all the way. And then I'm trying to get one that creates its own atmosphere and makes like clouds. Oh. There's been some that like rain in a way. Interesting. So it'll create like a cloud up on the top and then it'll all precipitate like down the side. Interesting. So I'm building one of those and I got four jars. Damn. Yeah. And one's gonna just going to have weed in it. Yeah. And then I'm going to do a couple. Uh, I have this whole idea of like putting uh, like a like a severed hand in there with some ooze and like backlighting it. There you go. Making it look all spooky. That could be cool. So, those jars, you wait. I'm excited for that. Why was I talking about these jars? I don't know, dude, but it doesn't matter. That's fucking dang. Yeah. Like, oh, because I was talking about an enclosed ecosystem. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We are a terrarium. Yes. I'm a terrarium. I am a terrarium. Uh, I got my own gases and things inside my body. Yeah, you do. Oh. Um. So, I have a public service announcement. <sighs> That dropped last last week. Are, are those Tony Stark glasses? I think so. Fuck him. I want some. <laughs> so Matthew McConaughey the McConaughey. Uh, opened opened uh, a YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> Still going. Uh he started a YouTube channel. Which, oh my oh my god, is he a luchador? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, he's a perfect. There's also a little painting of himself, a little self portrait. Oh. Uh, just keep living. Just keep living. Look, I got my drum. So he started an Instagram like maybe two or three years ago. All right. And he made this 
first Instagram video where he was all like, hey, it's Matthew McConaughey. This is my Instagram. We're going to go on all these journeys together. So get ready. Follow me. And I can't wait to see what happens with you and me together. And then it was all like, right. like, did you ever see Garth Brooks's? Uh, nah, I didn't. When he got on social media? Raw dog. Fuck. That's really good. Uh, but Matthew McConaughey did this. Okay. And then on Instagram, and then never really did anything with his Instagram. All right. So now he kind of just rebranded the whole thing and did it again on his YouTube. All right. And released this public service announcement. Let's hear it. All right, all right, all right. Yes, the first three words this young man ever said on film. Thank you. Uh, yes, McConaughey here, and I want to welcome you to my YouTube channel. It's a destination. Where I'm going to share who I am, who I'm not, uh-huh. who I'm not. In, what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, along with some approaches to life that I've found useful and constructive along the way. Uh, prescriptions in the art of living that have helped me navigate this rodeo we all live in. And even a bunch of bumper stickers that I've seen, heard, gathered, and stolen along the way over my last 51 years here. Hopefully it's going to be all killer, no filler, with some raps and rhymes that can help you get back on time. Put a little... Are you fucking serious? What is happening right now? He's rapping? Roll that back. Roll back that beautiful bean footage. Along the way for my last 51 years here. Hopefully it's going to be all killer, no filler. With some raps and rhymes that can help you get back on time. Put a little reason to your rhyme. Some food for thought with a sip of wine. What the fuck? Don't be afraid to bend a knee. And join me in the chase to be more me. With your chase to be more you. Is he still rapping? What else are we really here to do? Yes, he is. Oh, my God. Click the notification bell to be notified when I post a new video. Check out the links in the description and some of the projects I'm going to be working on. I am looking forward to connecting with y'all. So in the meantime, in all times, just keep living. <laughs> you just bust out a fucking flow on us? All low-key style? I mean, this is cocaine, right? Yeah. That's all. That's all. That's that's all of this. The drum, the luchador mask, the it's all. This is all cocaine. The sunglasses. Yep. The fucking the Marlin in the, the rapping. Like Jesus Christ, dude. That rap was dope. I want to. I want to get like a like a scroll tattoo on my side, <laughs> and have like the like the fancy writing, and have it just be Matthew McConaughey's rap from his first YouTube video. And even a bunch of bump. I actually want to hear it a long time. Did he start sooner that we just we just didn't pick up on it? Maybe. And even a in the art of living that have helped me navigate this rodeo we all live in. And even a bunch of bumper stickers that I've seen, heard, gathered, and stolen. He did roll it back, dude. Hopefully it's gonna be all killer, no filler, with some raps and rhymes that can help you get back on time. Put a little reason to your rhyme, some food for thought, with a sip of wine. Bring your funny bone. Don't be afraid to bend the knee and join me in the chase to be more me. With your chase to be more you. Because what else are we really here to do? Because what else are uh, we really here to do? Fuck. Fuck. That is here. Hold on. <laughs> I want to go in here and I want to open this transcript, please. Okay. I want to do a little performance of this. Hopefully it's going to be all killer, no filler 
with some raps and rhymes that can help you get back on time. Put a little reason to your rhyme. Some food for thought and a sip of wine. Uh, bring your funny bone. Don't be afraid to bend a knee and join me in the chase to be more me. With your chase to be more you. Because what else are we really here to do? Is he saying he wants you to bend a knee to him? He said, get on your fucking knees. Yeah. Because I'm trying to be more me. He told me to bend a fucking knee to him. Yeah. I'm a little upset I'm not wearing my King of the North shirt today. And I'd be like, I bend a knee to no one, sir. I bend knees to no one. So Motherfuckers bend knees to me. So I was really excited about this. And then I noticed that it was marked as a fundraiser. Oh. Which it's like, this shouldn't be a fundraiser. No, Makane. Then uh, his first video was this whole uh, Just Keep Living Texas, like promoting Texas. A total raised. Holy fuck. I mean, that's not a lot. We're talking about Texas. You know, big everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Including bills. Yeah. I, I mean, mean this, not is, your house this is just what McConaughey has risen on his YouTube. I don't know. Is it? Oh, yeah. Well, he's the organizer of this. Yeah. So, yeah. I bet you he put in most of it. Yeah, he probably put in 200,000. Yeah. 200, yeah. Right off the bat, he's Plus like, he boom. Got, he got Joe Rogan, made him uh, do his thing mm. with his $100 million. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he did this whole, like, foundation thing. We're Texas. Help us because of the, the storms or whatever. Yeah. They had really a, bad they had a storm. There. They weren't ready for a storm. They decided to be on their own grid, and then when they lost power, they couldn't get power from anybody else. And now they want help. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. Uh, so yeah, go donate to that if you guys want, if you guys care about Texas. And if not, we'll know. We'll be able to tell. How will they know? Well, they'll know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at all the IP addresses of people that donated, and then I'm gonna cross reference them with the IP addresses of people that listen to the show. Mm. And then I'm gonna also take everyone's credit card information, and um, kind of you know put them all in an algorithm, and then figure out who didn't donate, did donate. Hmm. Interesting. Didn't. I guess that calculates. Calculates. Um. Let's see another another dope thing that happened. Oh, this is weird. DJ Vlad uh, from Vlad TV had this interview with Chris Hansen. There's his hand. <laughs> Chris Handson. Handson. And I'm Chris Hansen. It's funny how Chris Hansen Please like looked down. the same forever. And then all of a sudden, he looks super old. Yeah. And now he looks like 15 years younger than what he looked like. He also looks like he's got a drinking problem. He's bright red. Yeah, he's all red and shit. So they're talking about this guy, Peter Nygaard. Peter Nygaard. And according to many people involved in the investigation, he actually would impregnate underage girls. I almost visualized all of this with my fingers. (laughs) I was about to. (laughs) I'm like, don't do this, Bill. And then harvest the stem cells to inject in himself. And then harvest underage girls. Sorry. He actually 
would impregnate underage girls, uh, have them get abortions, and then harvest the stem cells of the fetuses to inject in himself under the belief that it would be more beneficial than random stem cells from another source. Uh, and that he would go to China and other countries to learn how to do this and have it done. And the whoa, damn, <laughs> that's a lot, dog. Yeah, that's what. How, 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 that's that's a minute and a half into it. That's a lot, dog. Well, this is part twelve. Okay, I'm like fuck. <laughs> but dude, this this interview he finally put out like the whole thing. Yeah, fifty eight minutes. All right, and it was so good like he's all he's talking to him about like you know how he got started with dateline yeah and then how to catch a predator got started and how like in the first season they like weren't arresting people because they weren't working with the cops yet it was still like a gorilla like operation so they would just publicly shame the guy and then he would leave and they would put him on tv and then eventually, like, by the second season or, like, halfway through the first one, they started getting cops involved on everything. Right. And then he's talking about, uh, you know, it getting bigger and this and that. And he's asking him all these questions about these different predators and, like, people that went viral. And then how To Catch a Predator kind of got this whole resurgence recently with YouTube. Yeah. Because all the clips got put up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then he got, like, the rights to it. And then started putting it on his channel. Well, there's also there's also a huge group of people who are just now seeing this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it was on when they were younger, but it's nothing they watched or like paid attention to. Yeah, the audience has got to be ten times bigger now than it ever was right? in its heyday. And God, especially with the <clears throat> pandemic and everybody just fucking searching weird shit on YouTube, yeah. dude. And all you have to do is watch one of those, right? And you're hooked. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of memes in there, so it's easy for one to slip through the algorithm. Like, look at this goofy predator. Half of the ones that I watch are like, look at how weird and goofy and cringe this guy is. And he was talking about there's this whole church that's like dedicated to one of the predators, and he said something like, uh, like "Oh man" or something, and he was called the "All Man Predator," and now they have like the Church of All Man. And they do this whole, it's like a meme, everybody online. Yeah. But there's like communities built out of these memes. So uh, they're all talking about that. And then Vlad's all like, so um, then uh, in 2017, it came out that you were having an affair with your wife. And he was like, well, I mean. Well, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking put him on the spot. And he's all like, well, I mean, you know, that was that that was like a misunderstanding. And he's like, me and my wife were separated for like a long time before that happened. We just weren't really like public about it because it's nobody's business. And well, I heard in 2001 <clears throat> you fucked an ostrich. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then he's like, no, you me. Yeah. Stop, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then he's all like. But then six months later, pictures surfaced with you and your mistress. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, like I said, like that was a consensual relationship. Like I was, I was separated, but still technically married. And then he was like, and then you were arrested for passing a, for bouncing a check. 
for merch. Because you remember the whole thing that happened? Yeah, he yeah, started yeah, like yeah. a Patreon yeah, and yeah. promised people shirts and mugs. Yeah. Never delivered. And then went to go get the merch, wrote a bad check for like $300,000. Oh, no. And then there was a warrant and he went and turned himself in. And they like posted his mug shot everywhere and he looked all red and drunk like he does here. Really? Yeah. I and didn't then, know any of this, dude. Yeah. And then he's all that was a that was a misunderstanding. He was like, that was somebody that I was working with at Crime Watch Daily or whatever it was. Uh he was like, When you have a business that has your name on it, you really need to keep tabs with everyone because someone else wrote a bad check and then it got put on him because mm. his name was on everything. And then Vlad's like, <laughs> you see the picture? He looks so old. Yeah. Right. He looks so much older than he does here. Oh yeah. Cause he's not like, he doesn't have the makeup on. He's not like camera ready to catch a predator host arrested after writing bad checks. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> oh Chris oh Chris so yeah bad checks that happened and then uh, God is he the go back is he the same color as that cabinetry <laughs> <laughs> yep they're both actually really different it's just the lighting the lighting made everything the same color you say that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I think they use Chris Hansen stain on those cabinets. Yeah, fucking <laughs> well, we'll go with Chris Hansen. <laughs> uh but Vlad just runs them through the dirt. And then at the end he was like he was like, and then last year you were evicted from your apartment. <laughs> and he's like <sighs> And he's like, that was a, that was, you know, like a thing, like a tenant landlord, like, uh, you know, miscommunication yeah. and misunderstanding. And it's like, everything's a misunderstanding with you, Chris. Apparently. All of them. You get three misunderstandings in your whole life. <laughs> well, he used them all up this year. <laughs> yeah, he really did. But this interview was dope. And you could tell at one point he's just looking at Vlad like, I'm never coming on this or probably any other interview show again. Right. But. It's like uh, he did his job. You know what I mean? Like any reporter. He, he, do, he doesn't do the – he's usually the one interviewing. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Vlad did his job. Mm -hmm. Vlad, mm -hmm. like, he asked all the questions that we want to know the answers to. Yeah. As people that watch To Catch a Predator and are, like, aware of all of this weird shit that goes on in his life. Right. I don't want to just hear about him working at Dateline. I also want to hear about his mistress and him getting evicted from his apartment. Yeah, the fact that this guy is somebody who orchestrated a show where you go online, you bait a, a child predator to come to a house where he's sitting in the house and makes the guy sit down and interview. That was his thing. He orchestrated all of this. That's probably one of the least weird things about him. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fuck. I remember uh, <laughs> when they did like this recent relaunch of To Catch a Predator. Yeah, they were doing it in like hotel rooms, weren't they? Yeah. And that was like the thing is that they would have the dude come to the hotel to meet the kid. Mm-hmm. 
And then they go in, and when they walk through the door, there's like eight cops, like all hiding yeah. against the wall. Yeah, like, behind the all wall, in black and, like, and shit, like, like back behind the bed. Yeah, behind the curtain, and like ones <laughs> fucking underneath the desk and shit. And they all pop out and arrest them. And then they like arrest them, read them their rights, do this whole thing, and they go, "Okay, well, we're gonna take you to jail." Go ahead and sit tight real quick. We'll be right back to get you in a cruiser. Yeah. yeah. And they put them on the hotel bed with their back to the bathroom. And Chris Hansen, <laughs> who has been in the bathroom this whole time. The whole fucking time. The whole time during this arrest, he just comes out and sits on the other bed across from them and is like, you know what the fuck the deal is. He right should. Now. He should. Instead of saying, please have a seat, he should come in and go, all right. Now I'm going to have a seat. (laughs) Now I'm having a seat. Yeah. No, because that implicates that he's the bad guy in this one. He should say, I see you're already sitting. (laughs) There we go. I see you have been seated. I see you have been seated and your rights have been read to you. And then he punches them with brass knuckles. All the cops are like, we're going to leave and let you have a minute with them. That'd be funny if you don't mess with another man's plums. You don't mess with another man's plums. If the cops came back. And they're all like, wait, he just made a TV show with him? We thought that he was going to, like, kick his ass. We gave him <laughs> right. We gave him 10 minutes alone with the with the predator, you know? Usually when an old, creepy man like this is like, Fuck it. <laughs> I'll give you $10,000. Give me 10 minutes alone with him. I thought he was going to beat his ass. Or like, I, I would love to see Chris Hansen come out of the bathroom in, like, leathers and, like, Hard ass like chains, looking like he's gonna beat the fu- like biker style, like he's gonna oh, I thought like you, he's a hard ass. I thought you meant like uh, yeah, we could go that way like too, dog. Style, we could go that way too. And he he's comes like, out and just fucks. Who's the dude? gonna get fucked now? Yeah, just fucks him real hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's an underage kid now? He comes out and just <laughs> fucking slaps a fucking gimp mask on him. Just boom, yeah, put it on, bitch. <laughs> and then now we're in that scene from Pulp Fiction that I never got to watch when I was a kid. Oh, they always made me leave. Yeah. They all, I mean, I've, have you never seen it? I think I've said this before on the podcast, but I've seen it. Oh, I'm going to be like, if you haven't seen it, we're pulling it up right now. I, it was always <laughs> a part of the movie where I had to leave. Okay. And for some reason that movie was like prevalent in my household in my childhood. Okay. Like we had watched it like four or five times and that's a long movie to sit through with a family and a kid and shit. Yeah, it is. How but old were you? It was like during my like my early teens, okay, I guess. okay, like okay. 10, 11, 12, 13, like right around there. All right, you preteening. And uh, I remember I would always have to leave during that part. He would go into the pawn shop, they'd be like, Get the fuck out. And then uh, I would have to leave for like 10 minutes and then come back. Mm-hmm. And I always missed that part. You always missed it, <laughs> but I never really like worried about it. I just knew because the movie was extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just knew that there was one part that I couldn't watch yet because I wasn't old enough. It made sense to yeah. me. So I didn't really question it. I didn't like try to watch it when they were gone. It wasn't like a thing that was like a problem. <laughs> Could have been a problem if you did that. Yeah. So <laughs> I just kind of forgot about it. All right. And then when I was like, you know, in my late teens, early 20s, I put on the movie. Got, like, some DVD fucking extra, like, director's cut, which is, like, you don't need a director's cut for, like, a three-hour-long Quentin Tarantino movie. No, you don't. He cut the stuff for a reason. So uh, I put it on, and that scene just comes out of nowhere. (laughs) 
Much like how Marcellus Wallace was not ready for what was about to happen to him. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Mm-mm. I had no idea that that was what the turn that it was going to take. Uh-huh. I had no idea. And I, I didn't even remember there being a part that I couldn't watch. I was just like, I've seen 100% of this movie. Let's watch it again. And it played through and there was, whew. And it was the director's cut, so there might have even been extra rape. Right. I don't think I can say that. Extra. Extra, uh, extra. That's the one thing that I'm going to have to bleep from here. So I have a question for you, speaking of director cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know you're a DC fan. Yeah. Okay. I did not watch Superman or Batman or any of the new stuff. Yeah. Did you watch any of it? Uh, yes. Okay. Did you watch Justice League? Like two years ago when it came out or whatever. No. No. Okay. It was Joss Whedon's Justice League. No. See, you can't say I'm a DC fan. You're, you're a fan of DC Comics. Fan of DC Comics, yes. Not okay. the DC Marvel Universe. It's gross. Have you heard of the Zack Schneider cut? No. Wait, uh, yes. Okay. It's fucking four hours long. Yeah, I have heard of that. It's a four hour long fucking movie of Justice League. Can you imagine? No, I don't want to. <laughs> Can you imagine people, that? I, I've seen it. People are like, it's all right. It's pretty good. Fuck. And I'm like, it, what? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's fucking four hours long. And people are like, yeah, but Endgame was three and a half hours long. Yeah. Endgame was a, cumul- a culmination of like 10 years of film and storytelling. This is yeah, this a is polished pile of shit that's like four times as long. Yeah. No, thanks. Uh, that's like the main reason why I never watched The Irishman. Did you ever watch The Irishman? No. Yeah, apparently it's like fucking four hours long. And it's a great movie, they say. But it's like, is it? If you're going to make a movie that long, make three of them and you get more storytelling out of it. <laughs> and people get more into it. Yeah, if you're going to make a movie that long, make three of them. Yeah, right? A- am I wrong? Yeah, just a save some. four hour long fucking movie? Save some for the sequel. Jesus Break Christ. it up into three hour and a half long movies and you get a little more time to tell a story. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Fucking tards. So, Chris Hansen, I guess, is telling a new story of Peter Nygaard. Okay, Peter Nygaard. I'm Peter Nygaard. Oh, my baby's on my face. Monster. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's bad. So, oh, it's so bad. Stop. Just get out of his face. Peter Nygaard, <laughs> sex trafficking. Uh, he would uh, eat the stem cells of his uh, fucking aborted babies. <sighs> To make him younger. And it looks like it wasn't working. Look at this. No, thing. it wasn't, dude. How old is he? Fucking 52? <sighs> that, yeah. that, that was fucking six years ago, that photo. Yeah, how old is this for? Is he still alive? Uh, 79. He's still alive. Let's see a picture of him now. Not six years ago. I want to see if it's been working. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, 2021 2021 baby show me that peter nygaard images homage me what is that him yeah that's him dude is him with his mask on these yeah, are all courtroom drawings yeah, that's court baby. yeah let's actually see this. oh there we go go back it looks pretty good i saw it i saw him boom this yep that's him 
Yeah, he looks good, dude. Look at that. He's got some like bulk to him still. Uh, does he, he look? <laughs> look at that blue jean blazer, dog. He's got his fucking Canadian tuxedo on, huh? Look at his cataract eyes. Fuck, dude. He looks good. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he looks like a fucking leather bag that has been oiled after it's been sitting out in the sun for look fucking six decades. Look at that. He looks good. Look at that. Oh, look at his look chest. At this. What the fuck, bro? That's like the most wrinkly fucking like. He looks. It looks good. like old leather, dog. He looks good right here, too. Look how big the hand to make. Look at the fucking like saggy eyelid dangling over yeah. his fucking eye, dude. He looks like that kid at the studio that stole my grinder. <sighs> See, they still have that fucking lump over his eye. Yep. Dude ain't doing good. He ain't looking good. There we go. There we go. Yeah. When was that taken though? That's not new. <laughs> That's like twenty years ago, dude. <laughs> Yeah, at he, least. He, eating your baby juice ain't fucking doing it, bro. This was year 100. He might he, <laughs> he might be better off nutting in a cup and using that as lotion. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's that's what he's getting now in prison. I'm sure. Well, it's not his, though. Yeah. Oh! And that's what that's the part that upsets him. He thinks it's got to be his own. You got to get high in your own supply or whatever. That's but- rough. So, um... I think uh, I think we're gonna have one more episode before you dip. Be able to squeeze one more in. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. I got I got like final. I, I'm I, I'm four days out from sending the lady, mm-hmm. and I'm six days out myself mm-hmm. from leaving. So mm-hmm. I have five and a half days at this point. All right, so we'll see him one more time. Uno mas, maybe, <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Man, I'm glad that we did this early because I'm going to do all these fucking edits on this damn thing.